Welcome to Every Day is Macaroni. I'm Joy Alfred Brand. And I'm Juliette Connell. And we're the hosts of Everyday Macaroni, the podcast. This podcast is a look at the lighter side of life, where we talk about our adventures as a modern blended family. So sit back, relax, and prepare to have your funny bone tickled. Hello, listener. Well, we've got a lot going on in this episode, and we're going to get into that in a minute. First, I should explain that I do feel that this episode fits right in with the recent event in the entertainment universe known as the slap heard round the world. If you don't know what I'm talking about, congratulations for successfully avoiding social media, the news, or talking to any other living being on the planet, including your cat. Let me say that while we here at Everyday Macaroni don't condone violence or any kind of abuse at all, I'm sure anyone over the age of 50 understands what it means to get spanked, slapped, or lightly pummeled about the head and tuchus, also known as the coolie or culo in the brand household, <laughs> after engaging in some kind of mischievous shenanigans as whippersnappers. I see you out there, listener. I know you know what I mean. You who put the dent in the new car or set the living room couch on fire or caused your little sister to break her arm playing Spider-Man or something like that. You know who you are, and you know what I'm talking about. Second, the fact that this episode is going live on April Fool's Day is not lost on me. It wasn't intentional. It just worked out that way. You're welcome. (laughs) Third, we had trouble naming this episode again. We considered the following alternate titles. Dukes, Slaps, and Beauty Queens. The Case of the Clock on the Mantle. A Nancy Drew-style true crime whodunit. The People versus Ronnie Brand. (laughs) Something with the word smote in it for all you Bible readers out there and because I personally just enjoy saying the word smote. (laughs) Or, let the beatings begin, please sir, may I have another. (laughs) It was a very hard choice, believe me. In the end, I think we made the right decision. All right, let me set the stage for this episode. You see, what you need to understand is that we're working with two versions of this story you're about to hear. Both were recorded prior to the other thing that happened last weekend. (laughs) In fact, we recorded this episode back in November of last year. Again, the universe is smiling on us and giving us an offer we just can't refuse. (laughs) Now, fear not, listener. We will allow all parties to plead their case. And before the episode is done, we'll know whether or not the smotings were justified. (laughs) So, let's join the conversation with Juliet, Ron, and I as we start off talking about the sibling dynamic in The Smack Heard Round the Block. Today, people, yeah. <laughs> we are joined by Ron Brand, my brother, Joy's husband. Well, today, we're talking about more fun family stuff, mm-hmm. and I think that's important. It's a great segue, having siblings on the show, especially you guys. Because Cause we're so great. Well, <laughs> the stories are about you. So, well, yeah, that too. You're both welcome. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> just, just to put it out there, I didn't have a choice of him, but you did. <laughs> that you speaks know, volumes. <laughs> that's true. But I married myself, really, just a male version of me. So male, we're very similar in bald, a lot of ways. 
tan version oh, no. of you. I can generate a lot of hair out of my head. That's not an issue. But you really made it in life, like my mother said. <laughs> what? Because you, you married me. I know. Right? Oh, my God. She did say that. She has said that several times, yeah. actually. Not just once, but several times. That's like true. Your one great accomplishment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, getting a law degree and passing the bar, that's not a big deal at all. Yeah, so no. many people do that. I know. Yeah, But there's only common. one Ron. I Well, that is true. <laughs> there is only one Ron. It must have been super fun growing up Thank together. God. Oh, come on. <laughs> it must have been super fun for you guys growing up super together. Super fun. Yeah. Super, super fun. All the all the stories and all the mm. experiences. Yeah, somehow I think it's lost when you're living it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think being on the outside looking in is 10 times more fun. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, you guys had have good Stories and memories that you talk about oh, while, for sure. from growing up with yeah. the, your dad being on the roof with the reindeer and then the, the Santa boots in the snow and all that kind of stuff. You guys had good memories and about oh, yeah. Denville and everything. Mm-hmm. Now, again, yeah. you also had some not good memories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm, growing up, they were pretty good. Some of those. All the holidays, we all got together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. Which is fun because... There's such a a contrast between, like, let's say, our family and then Ken, who and I married into. Of course, my family. We'll talk more about and that you, later. Your family. Oh yeah, they were they were pretty devout Catholics, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was different. It was quieter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was just it was just quieter. We didn't go to church. And our <laughs> we did nonstop. Wow. Yeah, you didn't go to church. <laughs> We did go to Catholic school for a while there. And I went to church all the time. I went with Barbara and the family across the street. That's when you wanted to be a, a nun. Well. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Missed your mark a little bit there. Yeah. There is that. Yeah. By a long shot. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think it was yeah. when you realized what a nun was, then you're like, that's not for me. <laughs> and then the nun the nun sisterhood was like you're right <laughs> no you know i mean who i am professionally and who i <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. i guess that profession doesn't work that way <laughs> to oh yeah most people don't know that you work at a high school maybe we should not name the high school yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. very different experiences mm-hmm. from a background perspective I, mean, I spent a lot of time in church myself mm-hmm. but my family was was very very different, and there were other differences too. Not just I was raised Baptist, while you guys were raised Catholic. Mm-hmm. Also, from a parenting perspective, to a certain extent, there was a lot of differences oh, yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Except, yeah, for sure. One thing we did share though is mm-hmm. the whole idea of spare the rod, spoil the child. Mm-hmm. Listener, it has been brought to my attention that the phrase "spare the rod, spoil the child" could possibly have two separate meanings. Most of you have likely heard it a time or two and think it comes from the Bible. (laughs) I feel like this is where the word smote would be useful. (laughs) However, the phrase actually comes from a 17th century poem called Hudibras, I think I'm pronouncing that right, by a guy named Samuel Butler. Now, there are several schools of thought about what he meant when he wrote the line, spare the rod and spoil the child, but I'm going to let you do your own research on that since the context of his poem was a little body, shall we say. Canterbury Tales, anyone? <laughs> However, when, say for example, my dad said it some 400 years later, he meant 
if you don't spank your kid when they misbehave, the kid is going to become spoiled and she will defy you and wind up going to law school where she learns to argue with you successfully for the rest of your life. Now who's smoting who? (laughs) Good times right there. (laughs) We now return to our podcast that's already in progress. It, it is very funny. I mean, generational, I think. And I grew up with the beatings. And just for the record, we were never beat. Let's check the evidence, shall we? I give you what we're going to call Exhibit A. And I got the cord and I went bing, bing on his legs. We were sp- Spanked or, or smacked. Yeah, every it was generation. A, it was a one-time thing. I, I feel like if every... we say we were beat, that we were curled up on the floor and they were like continuously smacking us or no, kicking no. us or something like that. No, it they, was... they just, uh, every generation, the term beat has a different meaning to it. For us, <laughs> it was, I think, open hand. Yeah. The generation before us, it was closed hand, closed fist. And with a stick. You know? <laughs> a then now, Nowadays, it's, you know, different. Now it's uh, all verbal. Yeah, well, mm. just from the legal perspective, uh, when it comes to assault, there is no difference between an open hand and a closed hand. I'm just saying. So, <laughs> just. And the statutory uh, limitations are uh, over, so. It's always fun when you talk about the law. My parents are, are <laughs> safe, you know? <laughs> the uh, the hey. penal system is... <laughs> Is a strong and strange one. That's true. But there was definitely that was the consequence. It wasn't sit in your room and consider what you've done and then come out and then we'll talk about it. No. Oh, no, no, no. no, It was much more instantaneous. No, I got whacked. Yeah, me too. I mean, if something happened in public. And there was no pause. It was like, yeah. Yeah. You were grabbed and then dragged to the car, you know, and then smacked around and then that's when the talking started. After the beating, then it was like, what were you thinking? How could you do that to me? You made me look like an idiot. <laughs> what took two seconds for that kid to do whatever ridiculous thing they thought of and did, right? So the act took all of five seconds. And then the conversation takes more like an hour. And you're thinking, you're not, you're not getting it. Right. And then you're just like, you know what? One quick smack would have done it all. And then you could have moved on. And by now, you'd be eating ice cream because the kid had apologized. They get the consequence. They understand the urgency. I don't know if we want to put out there the one quick smack theory. (laughs) The one quick smack? I'm okay with that. Aaron can talk to you about the one quick smack. (laughs) For the record, note that I am intentionally avoiding any kind of joke about the one quick smack thing. Just... FYI. I think my generation was more of a hybrid, which I think every generation has their hybrid, right? You take what your parents did, and then you, me, I would give them the chance. Smack that hand. (laughs) I don't have to say why I smacked you, because I already did twice before. And then that's it. It's done. It's a little more immediate. And you don't place so much emphasis on it either. It's funny, oh, yeah. it's funny how you mention a hybrid of how you parent and mm. how your parents parented you. Mm. So let's hear about your experience as a kid and discipline. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Ron, Ron, you're being pretty quiet over there. What do you think of parenting from mom and dad's point of view, obviously? I saw them beat you a lot. <laughs> 
And well-deserved. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I do have a clip from last Monday night's dinner. That's why it's extra good that you're here, because this is a clip about you. We'll call this Exhibit B. We've asked Lita, do you recall what happened on the night little Ronnie cut the cord on the clock? That because he was, he was mad. Why was, you want to go someplace and I didn't let you or something like that? Yeah. And then he <laughs> went and cut the wire on I, the... I didn't eat all day and I wanted food. Yeah, let me eat. Someone yeah, always calls. I think dinner. that was the only time that I must uh, hit you. <laughs> Wrong. Yeah, you do forget a lot as you get older. <laughs> no. Wait now. Wait a minute. Ronnie. Wait. 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 Let's get the story straight. Okay. You got mad for some reason. Cut the clock cord. Because mm-hmm. Julia wanted to watch TV. And it was my night to watch to pick what to watch on TV. Oh. Yeah, Juliet. Is that what <laughs> Way to go. And then you went ahead and said, nah, we're going to let her watch whatever she wanted to watch. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I was so nice to Juliet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then what happened? A rare thing. And then he got mad. <laughs> That's when he... he <laughs> Ensue stomping of feet. <laughs> so he got mad, and then naturally I got mad. Why did you get mad? Because it was a clock oh, that, that I had. I didn't buy it. My friend Rosario, I, I was working in a good company, and I t- did everything I could to have Rosario there. Oh, to help her. Oh, yeah. to get a job there. To help there. her yeah, to right. get a job. Yeah. Yeah. And she was so thankful. She bought me this beautiful clock, really a nice clock. And so he said, well, for whatever it was, yeah, I guess he's right. I don't, but, and, and so he cut it. And I got the cord and I went, bing, bing. And his legs. You don't do this to my beautiful clock. Well, uh, that was it for the clock, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, how old were it could you? It be repaired. It's just a cord. How old were you? Oh, I think. Twenty-five. Like, uh, no, no. Three. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, I guess maybe nine. Somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. And she eight, with me. nine, <clears throat> eight or nine. That's all it was. I think it was like <laughs> ten, twenty lashes. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> it broke your finger somehow. No, that was a different day. Oh, <laughs> oh. yeah, that was a different day. No, see, you were right. It was more than once. Maybe if I count it right, maybe a half a dozen. <laughs> Only oh. half a dozen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she whipped me with the cord for the clock. Yeah, I know. The 20 because lashes. she said, I have to beat you so that when your father comes home, I can show him that I beat you. <laughs> no, she uh, did not. Like, with because you have marks <laughs> on your legs? Yep, on my back. Oh, 
Oh, come on. And on your back. Come Stop. On. Yep. Stop. She oh, did. Come You're on. So full she of it. whipped me with the cord that I cut. <laughs> so it's not just that she beat me. It was symbolic. <laughs> like like a mafia hit? Is yeah. that what you're getting at? It's like you, you cut the cord. Now you created oh. a whip. Oh, I see. That I'm going to use. <laughs> and so she whipped me with the cord. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't remember it being quite that violent. Oh, that's because you didn't get whipped. <laughs> I think I that it was one whack because she wasn't thinking straight. She was so angry and you were so angry and so indignant nope. that she just whack hit you with a with a cord. And you're the one who started yes. it all because Look, the reason you, why they for allowed Christmas, me she wound up going to Spain. And then my parents said you could either go to Spain or you can get a TV and I said I'll get a TV. <laughs> so they gave me a black and white TV and Julia got to go to Spain. And then when she came back, the big color TV in the living room, we had alternating days. And the Miss America contest was on TV. Wait, did you just say you got a TV in your room? Mm-hmm. So why were you even out in the living room? Yep, because we had alternating days. Because I had a little black and white TV with a knob and with the antennas. The one in the living room was color. It was big and it had cable TV. And so we alternated days. My day, and I wanted to watch Dukes of Hazard. You had the, <laughs> you had the uh, Miss America pageant, and then you were like, "I want to watch the Miss America pageant." And I said, "No, it's my my night to pick what to watch on TV." And we always watch the Dukes of Hazard on yeah, this night. But and she said, s- "Yeah, but the the Miss America pageant <laughs> only happens like once a year." And then I was like, "Too bad." And then uh, she said, "I'm gonna go talk to mom." And then I could hear her, and she goes, Mom, don't you want to watch the Miss America pageant? It only comes once a year, and it's on right now. We should watch it. And she says, yeah, you're right. And so you did. And then I started protesting, saying, whoa, whoa, hold on a second. Uh, It's my night to pick what to watch. And Julia was like, no, 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 Ma. He has his own TV. Let him watch that. And then that's why I got angry. And so Mom said... You're right. Go to your room and watch the little black and white TV in your room. And then I cut the cord. And then I cut the cord. Symbolically and literally. And so not only did I get whipped, but I also got electrocuted. Because the clock was still plugged in. Were you using metal scissors? I used a metal pocket knife that someone gave me. And I did not understand the concept of electricity at the time. So I've never heard that part before. I got shocked really bad. <laughs> and when I woke up, I was in the corner of the room. The knife had a big notch burnt out of it from the electricity. My hand was numb. He had a broken finger. And I came to and I was like, what happened? And then I got afraid and scared because I, I broke the clock and it didn't work. <laughs> And Juliet was laughing at me about the way she is now. And then the following morning, it, you know, or the following day, that's when my mother found out. She's like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, look, I, I cut the clock. I, my pocket knife was destroyed. My hand's still numb. And she's like, too bad your back isn't numb because now I have to whip you. Oh, oh. 
I see. I see. And then that's when she's like, well, your father's going to be home soon. And when he hears, he's so going to get really angry. <laughs> he's going to get really angry and he's going to beat you. So I'm going to whip you. And that way I can show him that I punished you. And so I just had to take it. And I was like, okay. And then she whipped me. And then my father came home and she told him what happened. She goes, but don't worry. I beat him. And then he was like, okay. And that was the end of it. And then Juliet was <laughs> off to the side like she's doing now, laughing. And she was like, oh. <laughs> but that, that scarred me. <laughs> scarred you. For life. Literally scarred you. <laughs> yep. I'm amazed how I, I lived, you know? Yeah, a metal pocket knife and electricity. Metal pocket knife, electricity, and it was plugged in. <laughs> and then that <laughs> clock stayed on the piece of furniture in the living room, and the hands on the clock were frozen in time <laughs> to mark the occasion of when Juliet <laughs> decided to watch the Miss America pageant. Well, not and for And we nothing. had it for years and years, that clock. Yeah, because it's in all the pictures in the and background. It's in all the pictures, and it's a simple cord. It's cut. You could easily fix the cord, but it didn't get fixed. It just stayed there as a reminder to me that I can get electrocuted or I could get whipped. Either way, I can feel pain in that house Stop. because of other people. <laughs> Yeah. No. Yeah. Not all. Not anything having to do with your own actions. No. I was a and your year, own choices. I was a nine-year-old child. Did not know any better. You uh -huh. were older. Yeah. I was the youngest one in the whole family. I did not know any better, <laughs> and they just <laughs> tormented me. Actually. Yeah. Uh -huh, that torment. was Juliet. All right. If we disregard the badgering of the witnesses, <laughs> let's check the second recording made at a later date. And let's call it Exhibit C, just to keep them straight. And this way we can check the evidence and see if Ron changes his story. <laughs> wait, okay. What was the full story? Wait, wait. You were angry? <laughs> the full story, and you'll appreciate this, because it was your mother who was trying to make trouble. <laughs> so... Oh. Your mother decided to go to Spain instead of get a, a TV. <laughs> and then it was my turn. And then they go, would you like to go to Spain or get your own TV? And I said, oh, I'd rather have my own TV. <laughs> so I got my own TV. And wait, wait. It, it not just a, any TV. It was a small black and white. Yes. Small black and white TV. Yes. Wait, and did they have color like this? No. Yeah. no. Yes, color. they had color TVs. They had color TVs, but he his worried. was a little black and white yeah. one. Yeah. But they'd have color oh. already. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. The living room TV was big, and it was in color. Oh, okay. And so we would take turns. Monday's my night, Tuesday's her night to pick what we want to watch, so on and so back and forth. And then Friday was Dukes of Hazard, And they had the beauty passion on, Miss America. And so Which I'm surprised that you did not Julia was it. like, not with the Dukes of Hazard, because I went saying. ahead and I put the TV on, and Julia's like, no, no, Miss America Patrick's on, we're going to watch that. And I said, nope, it's Friday night, it's my night to watch whatever, it's my, and she goes, but you got your own TV. And I said, doesn't matter, it's my night, I'm going to watch this. So what does your mother do? She goes over to this one, and she goes, hey, 
you know, the Miss America pageant's on. It only comes on one night a year, and it's on right now. We should watch it. And she goes, okay. And I said, no, that's not fair. It's my night. I should watch Dukes of Hazzard. And Julia goes, uh, Mom, uh, he has his own TV in his room. He can watch it on his channel in his room. And so, of course, she goes, that's a good idea. Go to your room and watch it. And I was like, that's not fair. It's a yeah. tiny little black and white TV. It's not enough to do the Dukes of Hazzard justice. You didn't negotiate correctly, Ron. <laughs> oh, I did. So I was angry at this one for, you know, agreeing. So I got my little pocket knife that, that he gave me. And <laughs> so it's your fault. I me the weapon and not the proper training. <laughs> and so I got the cord. And I cut the cord because I was like, I'm, I'm going to Don't forget it. the step. He cut the cord. But never unplugged the wire. True. Because I was not properly trained. <laughs> so I cut it. And as soon as I cut it, I got electrocuted. <laughs> and it knocked it knocked the the knife out of my hand. It actually notched a big gouge out of the blade. I mean it it knocked me. I, it, uh, it, it, well, think about it. Right? You're cutting the cord. And back then, they didn't have safety, uh, you know, mechanisms to keep that from happening. Groundfall interrupters. Nothing. So I took the full brunt. And that knife, the pocket knife, was very conductive of electricity. It's a very good conductor. So once I realized, oh my God, I'm okay. I'm alive. Where's Duke of Hazard? I was like. <laughs> what happened to the Dukes of It's already over. The incredible hold on. I'm locked out for half an hour. And I realized there's no fire. But the knife was all blackened. Nothing caught on fire. And then I was okay. I can actually move around. So I'm like, okay, I'm alive. I have all my limbs intact. Then I went to the clock. And I'm like, the clock's broken. So no matter what, mission is accomplished. And then, I think it was the following day, she finds out that the clock's broken. She goes, where did the clock? I you know. And I was like, uh, I don't know. And she's like, you cut the cord? And I said, yeah, I cut it, you know. And then she's like, I'm going to have to punish you. And so, I got, I got whipped also. And she started beating me with the cord because it was symbolic. <laughs> I'm surprised. What you should have told her is that I already got it. I electrocuted myself. I, I showed her the knife, and it only got her angrier, because now I broke the knife as well. And she's like, your father gave you that. And then she said, you know I'm going to have to whip you. And she said, I'm going to have to leave Mark, so when your father comes home, I can prove to him that I punished you. And so she did. She got the cord and she whipped me across the back. <laughs> oh my god. And then she showed him when he came home. She's like, hey, out uh, of look what happened. He, he did it. And he goes, okay. She goes, but I whipped him really good. And so it's all taken care of. And then he goes, okay. And that was it. <laughs> and I was like, seriously? Okay, he's been punished. All that for nothing? <laughs> Didn't even get angry. I was like, come on. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs>
Now, let's see what Lita has to say about the broken finger. Back to Exhibit B. It was because I believe that I was going to the hospital. He wanted to come and they're waiting. It's time that they tell you, you have to come at this time and then they're like, okay. And so I say, you're going to stay. And no, 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 I want to go, no, I want to go. No, 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 no. He stopped it, and I went like that, and he put his hand like that. Oh, blocked his coolie. And, yeah. uh, and so I didn't hit the coolie, I hit his finger. Oh. And so. Mm, such a brat. That's what happened. And then you remember what you told me, right? And what I told you. You said, ah, <laughs> I broke your finger? Well, that's because you tried to block my hit with like this, with your fingers out. Now you learned a lesson. Next time when someone goes to hit you, you ball up your hands so you don't break your fingers. Is that right? Mm -hmm. See how smart I was. <laughs> That's what she got out of hey, that? Hey, this is... <laughs> <laughs> to this day, Ron balls up his fingers and has in a, a fist. And, and has a crooked finger, too, from mm -hmm. the... Mm -hmm. From the incident, a mm -hmm. clench of rage. Yep, it never healed right. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was a lesson learned. And again, we go back to Ron's version of the story in Exhibit C. Just like uh, when you broke my finger, remember? Uh, <laughs> she was beating me, and I was so little I didn't know how to defend myself because I, was, <laughs> I wasn't properly trained. And so I would put my fingers straight out like this. <laughs> And she came down and hit me and wound up breaking this finger. Um, this she, one right here. See how it's crooked? Yeah. Remember? And then I started crying. My finger, but my you, finger. You went like that. doesn't matter. My fingers were, <laughs> <laughs> fingers were out. And then you looked at it and you saw, oh, I think your finger was broken. And then you looked at me and you said, what? Remember what you said? Oh, no, you said, well, now you'll know better. When you go to defend yourself, you go like this and make a ball with your fist, not like this. <laughs> with your fingers straight out. Remember? So not only was I getting beaten, I got a finger broken, and then I got a lecture on how I was defending myself. So I, I got the training afterwards, which should have happened before. Remember? You gotta make a bitch like this to protect yourself. Not like this. <laughs> Yeah. Here I am, almost 51, and I still have a, a bent finger. Pack your bags. Here's what your mother had to say after you held her feet to the fire about, about the broken finger. When you have to... Me, I love my kids. I love my Super. kids. It... it so, it's true, <laughs> naturally, he was in pain, naturally. Naturally. But, do you know how I feel? Terrible. But at least I learned a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and that's why my finger is crooked. Yeah. <laughs> Aw, you lucky. And yours is too. Look at that. Mm -hmm. That might just be genetic. So, no. She broke it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's got her breaking fingers. Yeah, she, she broke didn't... her. Actually, Erin broke her finger when she was a baby. Not, not that she broke it, but she went to go. She put her on the counter for some reason, 
and she thought she was going to fall off the counter, and she grabbed her. And however she grabbed her, she... Oh, maybe that's how she broke her pinky. Yeah, maybe. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a circle of life, I guess. (laughs) Well... They would chase us around the house, around the fireplace. mm -hmm. Remember? Yeah, because the fireplace was right in the middle. Middle of the house, so you could literally run in circles around the fireplace, around the house, and they wouldn't catch you. And then my father thought he was clever, and so he walled off mm-hmm. one of the doors. Yeah, but you make it sound like he walled off the door just so he could catch you. <laughs> like I he beat think us that's so why often. he did it. <laughs> they said it was for more room for the furniture mm-hmm. and a better layout of the house, but we couldn't run around the house anymore. So then we were trapped. It so was we either, ran around the dining room table. You could run around the dining room table, or you could run outside. That's true. And then they'd never catch you. But you always had to come home. <laughs> mm-hmm. But by then they'd cool off. Do you remember when my parents were always working and the swimming meet that we had ended late and the coach said, hey, there was a carnival in town. He goes, how about I take you guys all there as a celebration for winning whatever? You weren't there. I don't remember that. Mm. And we all went. And when I got there, I said, okay, I just got to call my mom and let her know that I'm not going to be home. So I'm calling. And back then, obviously no cell phones. The phone was busy. So I went to the fair and then I would go back and tried calling again and it was constantly busy. So we went, we all got dropped off home and I'm going to tell you that it was like a cartoon. In my head, all I can remember is mom and literally her arm came out, grabbed my shoulder and like a cartoon figure, I was lifted off of my feet and somehow landed in the living I remember getting smacked or whatever, and then mom saying that the police were called, that I didn't know where you were, and now the police are looking for you, and I've called every single one of your friends, and nobody knew where you were, and so on and so forth. And I was like, what? What? I tried. I tried calling. I tried calling. But the phone was constantly busy. That didn't go over well. Yeah. Is Is that the time she broke the wooden spoon over your head? Now, you know what? The only spoon that I ever know of being broken was, I don't remember any kind of It's a family thing. It's a family thing. (laughs) Yeah. Wait. Wooden spoon. Where is it? Where's my wooden spoon? To be honest, Juliet was usually the troublemaker. (laughs) But I'm the one that usually got beat. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yes. I had a better. It was soap poisoning. I know. I had a better defense team. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) that's because i was honest they would ask me did you do that and i'd say yes and then i'd get beat and juliet would be like no it was ronnie (laughs) no you're such a and then i would get beat i was the better negotiator Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. you were older and bigger and so you would you were able to grab mom's hands before they hit you and you would grab her there was that yeah yeah okay that brings me to that brings me to the next clip hang on let's roll this real quick Happen the most simple, stupid way. Mm-hmm. It happens. Mine didn't happen that way, though. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the broken finger. Mine, you hit me. <laughs> yeah, oh, true. honey, and I love you more than anything else in this world. Yeah. Oh, but I, I do believe probably once or twice when you were a kid, you might have deserved it. <laughs> I know I sure did. Yeah. When my parents spanked me, or I deserved it. Oh, you got spanked. I got beat. Oh, please. <laughs> um. 
Whatever. And then Did sometimes she'd look? take her shoes and hit us with her shoes. Ah. One time, I think you broke a wooden spoon over Juliet's head. <laughs> no. Lies, lies. No, yeah. Juliet would uh, have broke my head. That's true, um, too. See? I doubt it. <laughs> she fought back. I did not. I was like, well, I might as well take it, even though I'm innocent. <laughs> Julie was like, uh-uh. You're so I'm not going to get beat. You're full of it. Yeah. No, it's it's kind of true, I think. My parents just beat me. <laughs> Except for my father. I don't think he ever I don't think he ever hit me. Yeah, he hit me once when I hit Juliet in Patterson. I mistakenly punched you in the face, and you started bleeding. <laughs> mistakenly. <laughs> My fist somehow Remember? landed on your face. And your nose was bleeding, and you went running out to Dad and said, Look, 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 look what Ronnie did. I, he punched me in the nose, and I'm bleeding. And then he went crazy, and then that's when he, he put his hands on me and beat me. Well, that's you had about me really time. young then. Oh, I was maybe three. What? Stop. Stop with three. <laughs> I think it, weren't you 25? <laughs> <laughs> so middle school i was probably so fourth grade i was probably like in fourth grade seven uh, maybe eight at the and you at mistakenly the, punched your sister in the face yeah how does yeah we mistakenly were happen? How we does were that jumping happen? on the bed and um i forgot what it was we were jumping around on the bed and pushing each other around and i think i pushed you and you hit the wall because the bedrooms were really really small the walls were like right next to the bed and you somehow hit your your nose and you started bleeding a little and you saw the blood and then when you saw the blood you that's when you freaked out and I was like oh my god you're bleeding and you're like oh my god I am bleeding and then you ran outside (laughs) and you're like look 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 what he did and then dad came in and there was no place for me to go the room was so small and then he 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 hit me if I'm not mistaken I think he either slapped me real hard or he punched me it doesn't matter no he didn't punch you he was a like a 200 pound Grape ape. Plus man against a small, <laughs> young, five-pound child. Let's see whether or not he actually punched her from his own mouth. Again, I give you exhibit C. Yeah, Dad did beat me once when <laughs> once. we were in Patterson. <laughs> once. And you were uh, teasing me because you were always the instigator. <laughs> <laughs> And you were teasing me and teasing me and something, and then I, I swatted at you, oh. and by mistake I hit you in the nose. Remember in Patterson, and you got Patterson. a bloody nose, and you started bleeding, and I was like, "Oh, sorry, Julia," and you go, oh, "I'm gonna tell mom, I'm gonna tell dad." I said, "No, no, no, don't, don't tell him," because I knew what was gonna happen. And so, nope, you went ahead and told anyway. And then you went and you got dad, and he's like, "What happened?" And all this blood was coming out of your nose. And then you went, Ronnie hit me! <laughs> and then Dad came, and I was in the room. There was no windows, I think. I couldn't jump or nothing. And he, <laughs> I was cornered, and he, he beat me. <laughs> he beat me. <laughs> yeah, remember? No, uh, that I don't remember. But who is the real stinker of this piece? Here's the final witness for the prosecution. Oh my god! <laughs> Although one time you got angry at me, remember when I was like, "Hey, let's uh, let's do let's do a strength test on you," and I go, "Put your arm out like this," <laughs> <laughs> and you have the elbow on the table and your fist in front of your face, and then you're like, "I go, okay, you pull back, and I'm gonna hold your hand back, and and, and we'll see how strong you really are, because I don't think you're strong." And he's like, "Ha ha ha!" I got you. <laughs> And so, 
we start pulling and pulling, and I'm like, I gotta use two hands, Dad. <laughs> I'm holding your fist back with two hands now. And I'm holding and I'm like, in my mind I'm thinking, this is gonna be glorious. <laughs> and what happened? I let go. <laughs> and, and he ended up punching himself in the face. And remember? And remember, immediately he understood what happened. <laughs> and he instantly got angry. <laughs> and I was like, that's it, I'm dead. <laughs> so I took off running, remember? You chased me around the house, and then I ran out, I went for the door, and I ran outside. And I was like, well, I'm going to have to go stay at my friend's house or something. <laughs> because... Yeah. That turned ugly quickly. <laughs> he, he went from, yeah, I still got it, to, I'm gonna get you! I'm gonna kill you! Remember? And, and I realized my mistake. And I went, this is way, way be a bigger reaction than I thought. And so I started going, I'm so sorry, Dad, I'm so sorry. My hand slipped, my hand slipped, my hand slipped. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. And luckily, you had to do stuff like that. Luckily, you used to cool down. You did other things. You just got in trouble. You were the troublemaker. I was a good one. Now, there is an epilogue to the story about the clock and where it wound up. Oh, come on. You know that's funny. Anyway. Here's a clip about it for you to enjoy. What clock does this look like? Wait, it looks like it's got tape around the cord, too. Yeah, it's where, where they run it, cut it. Wow. <laughs> Wait, you broke the clock? Oh, it no. Similar. It's like that. It was. It's the, exact, oh. it's the exact same clock, except somebody must have painted it white at one point. Yeah. Because the one we had didn't gold. have, yeah, it was just all gold. It wasn't white. But it's the same clock. Yeah, that's flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it triggers the PTSD. Because <laughs> she, she whipped me with the cord. Yeah. Well, and before yeah, she's before admitting it, it. Before before she, she's, she's like, yes. Hold and on, she's like, on. I have to do, leave some marks so when your father comes home... Dad, you almost bought this as your Christmas present. <laughs> 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 I was walking by and I was like, wait a minute. And then I kept walking and I went, hey Ken, hold on a second. I, I gotta go back. And I'm looking at this clock and I was like, that's the same clock, except it's got white. Like either yeah. someone painted it or whitewashed it or whatever. I was just like, oh. But the guy was far away, so I didn't know how much it was or anything. I was just like, all right, I'll take a picture of this. <laughs> whatever happened to that clock? They probably had to throw it out after you yeah, cut no. the cord. Yeah. You, you could easily repair it. I mean, you know, it. if you weren't yeah. careful, you could get... You can get electrocuted. My my, fr <laughs> my friend, my friend Rosario, it was a himself. present from home. He never unplugged it. Because I got her a job when I was yeah, working, so a really good like... job. And, and I still friends with her. I never told her I don't have the clock. Never. Because... Poor and he thing. blacked out on the other side of I want to take this opportunity to give a shout out to thisdayinquotes.com, 
the website that provided the information about the phrase, spare the rod, spoil the child. Thanks for the great info. As usual, if you want to do your own research on that, I'm going to include the link to that website in the description of this podcast episode. If you want to see some pictures of the clock in question, (laughs) you can check our Instagram account, which I encourage you to follow and get your friends to follow too. And so we conclude Everyday Macaroni's true crime episode. I'm pretty sure we can all relate to these stories. And I'm going to let you draw your own conclusions about who smote who and whether it was justified. Either way, I think we can all agree that one should never try cutting a power cord while it's still plugged into the wall socket. Oh, and remember to make a fist when boxing with my brother... This has been a public service announcement on how not to electrocute yourself from the National Department of Public Stupidity. I hope you enjoyed listening and sharing a laugh or two with us. Stay tuned for more Everyday Macaroni Adventures on future podcast episodes. And if you want to see some pictures of us, you can follow us on Instagram by searching at Everyday Macaroni or hashtag Everyday Macaroni. If you want to shop for some fun macaroni merch, head over to our website, everydaymacaroni.com. Don't forget, if you have a blended family story to share, email us at info at everydaymacaroni.com and put the word share in the subject line. Your story might end up on a future podcast episode. How fun would that be? Finally, don't forget to give us a like, share, download, or a good review. The more interaction we get for the podcast, the more episodes we can post. Again, thanks for listening, and join us for the next episode of Every Day It's Macaron!